0: Can we clap for all of our online fam? We love you so much. And, uh, and how about for our Mansfield family? We love you guys so much. Let's clap for them. Um, if you got your Bibles, turn with me quickly to um, the shortest verse in the Bible in the original Greek. Gotcha. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. And we'll read 16, 17, and 18. But 16 is really where I'm focused at verse 16 rejoice always drop the mic walk off that's that's how it's put in the scripture rejoice always again it's the shortest verse in the original greek we know in english it's jesus wept but in the original greek this is the shortest verse which is pretty demanding and daunting that the lord is very clearly saying to us hey i want to teach you something rejoice always just rejoice always pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you for you rejoice always Today's going to be a day of celebrating. Today's going to be a day as we um, look at uh, 2022, we're going to go back and just celebrate what God did in our church. We call this Vision Sunday. Also we'll be casting some vision for this upcoming year. We usually do that in the month of January somewhere. We waited to the last Sunday of January so we could kick off our time of Bible reading and in the word. Luke chapter 17 and verse 11, turn there with me now. It says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border luke 17 11, between samaria and galilee and as he was going into a village ten men who had leprosy met him they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice jesus master have pity on us when he saw them he said go show yourself to the priest now um if there was by some chance that you um had a turnaround in this disease Called leprosy, which was a death sentence. It was a long, prolonged um, a disease that would literally start uh, your your fingertips would start, your nose would start falling off. It was a it the flesh was rotting. It's a flesh rotting disease and so once you were diagnosed with it you had to extract yourself from um, any kind of community you had to you had to extract yourself from being around people who were healthy because they didn't know how contagious it was and you just it was a death sentence didn't matter how old you were didn't matter how young you were how much money you had you now were living basically out in these little camps of other people who were dying of leprosy and so a group of them see Jesus on a on a road and they begin to cry out and his response to them was go show yourself to the Priest, because based on Levitical law, if by some chance God had either healed you or the disease had turned around somehow, um, the only way to be proven and be let back in Jewish society was to go to the priest. They would inspect you and then determine, yes, they are healed. Yes, the flesh is growing back. Yes, they're free from the disease. So Jesus doesn't even say, Be thou healed. He just says, Go show yourself to the priest. They took that as a word from the Messiah, as a word from God. And it says, <clears throat> And they went and asked. At- was embarrassed of himself he didn't care a flying flip because God had done something in his life he came back praising God in a loud voice he threw himself at Jesus's feet and thanked him everybody say thanked him and he was a Samaritan and that's a noteworthy piece but not time to break that down for you Jesus asked we're not all ten cleansed there was ten of you did did, what happened to all the other guys? And they understand, his disciples are all standing around. People following him are standing around. He says, where are the other nine? He has an expectation. I did something supernatural for everybody. Where are the other nine? Did they not receive as well? Yes, they received. Surely they did, is obviously the connotation. He says, verse 18, was no one found to return and give praise to God, Jewish people, except for this foreigner, is he the only, what happened to all the Jewish guys who got healed? Is it only the foreigner going to come back and praise God? Then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. There's a difference between the healing that he experienced physically and the supernatural being made well that he experienced in his soul. You know, you can be healed physically and still have a deep, dark thing happening in your soul. And so in this moment jesus doesn't just heal all of them physically but the one who returns to give thanks he heals something in his soul he makes something well in his soul and it's from that premise today that we move into what we're calling vision sunday and throughout the next few moments whether online with us at our mansfield campus here in the cedar hill campus What I'm going to ask you to do with me is celebrate how good God has been. Because he's done some stuff in all of our lives. And I'm going to take us down through it. And I'm expecting you to do what this man did. Throw out a shout of praise. To be a little loud and say, praise God. That's good. Amen. Yeah, he is good to us as we celebrate. Because I do not want to be a part of the nine. I want to be part of that one who was quick to celebrate. I want to obey what 1 Thessalonians tells tells me to do. To rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. because I have learned the grateful heart sees the hand of God the grateful heart is actually like the Savior and I know and you know that God has done some great things in this place and in this house and he's done some great miracles For, for example let me just let's just celebrate for a little 2022. I want you to throw your hand up so we can celebrate. Thank you, Jesus. Look, miracles, miracles, miracles. If you grew in Jesus, even a little bit in 2022, throw up your hands. Come on, let us rejoice for the growth of God in our lives as believers. If you overcame or got set free from something, bitterness, hatred, frustration, perversion, if you overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony in 2022, throw your hand up so we can rejoice with you. Let's go. That's our God right there. if god healed or fixed a relationship for you in 2022 i want you to throw your hands up come on let's clap for mansfield you better be clapping for these people don't be quiet over there amen we want to hear you all the way in cedar hill if god did a work in your finances in 2022 throw up your hands so we can rejoice look at that that's the god we serve now what we've done is our media team has put together for you just what we call a recap video of 2022 in that you'll see our finances in that you'll see um, what god did in, in causing people uh, in in the amount of people who came to things and got transformed and god touched their life and i think it's really going to bless you so would you go ahead and play the recap of 2022. <laughs> Yeah, come on. That's your church right there. That's you being the kingdom people. You know, I was just want to take a moment. It's always important to me as lead pastor that you recognize um, where the money came from and where it went to. And you gave to the Lord, your God, through Hill City, $1.7 million. Would you clap for yourself for being faithful to the tithe and the offerings? And uh, we took that $1.7 million and we stewarded that. I bought an airplane. I bought a Range Rover just mess with all you new people. (laughs) You're like, I knew we went to the wrong church. (laughs) I knew it. No, and we took that, and you saw, first and foremost, we pulled our 10% right off the top to go to missionaries And we support 10% 10%, Just like you and I give our 10% To the Lord, the church gives its 10% To those who are out there doing the work And it comes right off the top In fact, the missionaries that we're supporting this year That money is already pulled out and set aside For them, it's already there If something horrible happened, we lost the building They shut us down and we couldn't meet anymore That 10% is going to them For the entire 12 months of 2023 Because we pay it forward It's already set aside, come on give yourselves a hand for being a part of a church that stewards well and then we also just like you should learn to do we take 10 percent right out and we put it in savings and uh so do you guys remember this year uh, in 2022 when we were really crying out for you guys um to help us remodel that one room in the back and we did the special offerings do you remember when um we had the air conditioning units go out on the roof and like two or three of them this year and we asked you for special offerings remember that that's because we didn't do that Because we put money in savings because air-conditioned units are going to go out things need to be remodeled and refocused we have a legacy partnership team that actually helps us when we're advancing things into the kingdom and we want you all to be a participant of our legacy partnership but we set aside 10 percent so that we don't have to beg and plead come on you with me say yes we don't we live on a budget we don't live from hand to mouth we don't like oh my god we're not going to make it this week uh, we're going to be just fine because we budget well and we uh, and so if we don't have the money we don't spend it come on you there? It's Yes, that's how we should live. And then, of course, you saw that we put 28% into campuses, which I was super proud of. And then 52%, so more than half of where the money went was to people, to outreaches, to, to, to discipleship, to small group life, to staffing so that we can accomplish all that we're doing. And it went to people. Give yourselves a hand because this church loves people. And people are the focus. And with that being said, we have, over the last couple years, really advanced in some areas. We decided a couple years back we had to make a decision. Um, we were maxing out services here. Parking lot was a mess and people trying to get in and get out. And we had to make a decision. Do we build a bigger sanctuary? Do we, build a, do we buy property and build another uh, facility, you know, that maybe is more central to where everybody's coming from? Uh, do we spend $20 million so we can build a new facility? Or, as we kept praying, or do we go to where people are at? And do we go and start small groups in areas and cities that can build into a campus? And uh, we came to the conclusion that was our calling to go to them instead of trying to bring everybody to a big space, and then all of a sudden nobody knows each other, and you're like cattle walking through. Hey, how you doing? Do you go to church? Or? Yeah, I'm the pastor. Okay, good to meet you. You know what I mean? So it's it's those kind of things that that we d- we felt like God was shifting us into more of being community churches and put campuses all over the metroplex. And so our first launch a couple years ago was in the Mansfield area and there was a team of amazing leaders that went out there led by Pastor Jonathan and Myrna Pena in the house. So I just wanted Pastor Jonathan for a moment to testify a little bit about 2022, the Mansfield camp. We survived COVID. We
1: survived COVID. People came back to church. Yeah, absolutely. So in 2019, we started out in Mansfield. For those you don't know, and uh, and as we're remodeling the building, I'm having one of these moments, you know, when you've had a day and you don't want to be there, right? You're like, I just I just want this day to be over, I just want to go home, I want my bed, right, that's kind of what this day was. And I'm standing on the corner there and I said, God, why in the world do you need another church in Mansfield? Why in the world do you need another building occupied for church? There's plenty of churches in Mansfield, why do you need us And it's crazy to think that what we have here is only found here, that it's not found anywhere else in the world, right? That's crazy to think that. That would be an arrogant statement to say what we have here is only found here. But I'll tell you this, what we have here is very special and very unique to here. Right? And so I believe that there's an ordained mission given from our pastor, given by God, to take what we have right here at Hill City and take it to the communities surrounding the DFW Metroplex. Amen. So I'm standing there on that corner, First in Oak, and I'm there standing there, and I'm like, Lord, what are we doing? And I'm, I'm just having this moment with the Lord where I'm complaining a little bit. And he said, Son, if we didn't need you, then I wouldn't have called you. Wow. And I said, well, sir, I'll shut up, and I'll just keep going. <laughs> right? And so That's we, we went forth with what we were doing, and we planted there. And for years, it felt like we weren't taking any ground. It felt like we were literally just holding line, that we weren't doing anything else, that we were just kind of surviving, making sure the building lights stayed on and all of these things. It really kind of felt that way. But coming out of 2021 into 2022, we survived the pandemic, right? We we got out of that thing. And in 2021, coming out of 2022, we we were seeing this thing happen, where all of a sudden, man, it it felt like there was a new momentum building yet again in, in, uh, in the Mansfield campus. Yeah. And we're seeing marriages restored, seeing people come to Jesus, come we're seeing kids get ministered, it's awesome, it's great, right? And so just kind of one of those things though, but when you're always in the trenches and you're fighting in the trenches, you can never see beyond where you're at. And if you're always just keeping the guns oiled and making sure that you're laying down fire, you never know you're doing anything else. Mm. In July, I got a phone call from one of, one of the leaders in the city, and they said, hey, we would, we would want to know if you'd be interested in doing something for us. And I said, well, it depends on what it is, right? Because I own a truck, <laughs> and I never overcommit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, like, what are you doing on Saturday? He's like, I don't know, but I might be rearranging my closet. <laughs>
2: I, might, I, might
1: be, I might be doing that because you probably want me to help you move. And right. well, I'm probably yeah. not going to do that, right? And so, uh, so I got that phone call and I'm really apprehensive and say, well, what is it that you need? And they say we've got, we've got the community prayer breakfast. It's been going on for a number of years. All the dignitaries from around the surrounding areas come, and they, uh, and they come to this prayer breakfast, and we put it on, and we pretty much give a state of the city address. And, uh, and I was like, awesome, you need money, or you need you know, volunteers, what is it that you need? And they said, uh, we would like for you to be our keynote speaker. I said, what? And they said, we, we've never had a pastor do it, wow. and, and all the pastors in the city uh, they said that you'd be best equipped Jesus. to do it. And, and I, was, I was blown away, you know. And I was like, what, Lord, what are you doing? And so, um, so we, we did that, and it was awesome, and it was amazing. But it was just one of those things that you just kind of see, Lord, we are doing something That's right. good. That's well, right. We, we are growing and right. in influence, Lord. We are, you know, what, what, you're, what you're doing here in the city is actually doing something greater than we could even see. Yeah. And so, so humbled to, uh, to be a part of that. And what we didn't know when we planted this campus on the wrong side of the track, so to speak, in Mansfield, was that this part was, was the, the wrong part to be on, right? When I was meeting with one of the, the community leaders early on in planning the campus, we were just talking with him, and he said, hey, bro, I just want to let you know where you're at. And I said, awesome, we know where we're at. And he's like, no, 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 where you are. He said about 600 yards west of where you're at was a place that they called the Hanging Tree in Mansfield. And I was like, what do you mean? Like they would like nail decrees to that, you know, just me being super naive. He said, no, bubba, that's where they would hang people. And I said, are you kidding me? He said, so what you're doing, planning a multiracial, multicultural, multigenerational church. He said, it's got way bigger implications than you even know. And so Mansfield was the last holdout for segregation in North Texas. It was a racist hotbed for where we're at in North Texas, and we are planning now a growing and a thriving multicultural, multi-racial, multigenerational church right there on the wrong side of the track. So, Mansfield, we love, we love you so much. Thanks for serving and pouring out for everything we're doing. Hey, we're doing good. We're making it happen. Come on.
0: <laughs> Woo! And so, so we'd gotten the Mansfield campus started, and, and we were really rocking it. And then the pandemic hit, and we were really struggling to get folks to even come out to any of our uh, live services. Um, but the Lord had given me a word um, before um, in 2019 going into 2020 that, um, that, that we needed to do something that I called third space. We needed to reach into third space because that's where people were going to be. And I, I saw it as the digital space. That's kind of what i was getting from the lord and so we started praying about it and saying what are we going to do and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and we were already dreaming and praying to start something we had to start broadcasting a church like us uh, we don't attempt to broadcast we're not trying to be on tbn and daystar and and our services late at night on abc you know before you go to bed right before the guy who's slinging oil at the hotel we did we didn't really feel that that was our calling we just wanted to love our communities Um, but because of what was transpiring we then were kind of forced into to that third space and we were already kind of prepping for it so the lord met us there and we began to say how do we minister to people online how do we have an online campus we didn't know we weren't good at it we had never prepped for it we just kind of dove in and pastor sean and esmeralda said we will take lead on this and uh, and help you with this and uh, and so pastor sean has been leading he and his beautiful wife esmeralda been leading our online campus i want you to hear from them for a little Ooh,
3: bit come on yes I'm sorry that you have to look at me rather than Esmeralda. She's much better looking than I am. I want to take a That's moment true. though and I want to honor our pastor because I don't want to I don't want to skip over the fact that when you think about okay, early late 2019 Nobody had an idea that a global pandemic was going to hit the planet, right? And our pastor, our lead pastor, honored the Holy Spirit, followed his leading. And because you have a pastor, because we're talking about stewardship of the tithe, but let's talk about stewardship of the calling. Your pastor followed the Spirit. And because of that, we were able to be strategically positioned to globally impact people for the gospel. Let's give it up for our pastor right now for just following God. And I'll tell you, You didn't know. You sat down. Imagine a world in which you sit down in your seat, and next thing you know, somebody from the Philippines sits next to you. Well, imagine a world. Well, I'll tell you, online this morning, there's a good chance that Beth, who watches at 1 o'clock in the morning over in the Philippines, and her sister comes here to the Cedar Hill campus, there's a good chance that you could be sitting next to her. I'll tell you, Sandro, who goes by Crazy Drivers, because he's actually, uh, the first time he jumped on there, I was like, do you have road rage? Have you been on I-20? He's like, no, I'm a truck driver, and I drive from Michigan. Every Sunday, him and Diana are joining in our chat right now, (laughs) hanging out. And so, the moment that we we had a global pandemic, we didn't just become some, you know, localized, multi-ethnic, multi-generational church. We became an international church in that moment, and I'm so blessed, and you might say, well, you know what, you know, Pastor Sean, I don't know if I believe in this idea that you can have church digitally. I don't know if you can have that. I don't know if it's biblical to do that, Well, we would disagree with you. And we will point you to Matthew 8 where the centurion says, simply say the word. I'm not worthy to be able to have you come under my roof. Simply say the word. We take the position that we believe that God, if we simply say the word, that through that power, God can heal them. And I'll testify today, we have had people healed on live chats. We've had people healed over the phone. We're seeing supernatural signs and wonders, acts to activities through that digital space. And that's because of your giving and through the support of everybody here. So we just want to thank you. We love you online. Ah, We'll see you in the chat.
0: (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you guys. Give it up for our pastors. So good, man. We love you online. So proud of you guys. I have just been blown away at all that God has done. And one of the key elements of who we are and who we will continue to be is we are rooted and grounded in small group life. Now, I know for some of you that's uncomfortable and I'm going to force your comfort level to change. And the reason that is, is because we're doing what was in the scriptures. They met house to house and in the temple court. And from the very beginning, they understood what it was to be a small group of minorities that were actually being tried. They were trying to murder them and because they believed in the way they believed in. Jesus as the Messiah, and so they found the strength in being small groups of collective believers who were iron sharpening iron and going forward in, in relationship with Jesus and with one another. In fact, the churches that the Apostle Paul was planting was not thousands of uh, thousands of members with big buildings and stuff. He's going from house to house. People are getting saved. They're starting little community m- meetings in their living rooms and outside in the parks and things like that and calling that the church. And we have to maintain that position, especially as we go into the end times. Amen? We're going to need it. And I think we saw a little bit of this thing with the pandemic a couple years ago, that the government can shut down meetings like that. And so we could be in um, in this fight back and forth to have uh, gatherings and things like that. But they can't shut down us having friends. Come on, and being in relationship with each other is a way to accomplish that. And so, as a result, we are committed to small group life. And so, some of you maybe don't even understand our DNA is a little different than most churches. Our DNA is not about having a meeting on a Friday night that you show up at somebody's house and you have chips and dips and you and you and then someone sings a couple of little songs and then and then someone preaches the Bible at you better uh, than Pastor Adam did on Sunday. We're not. That's that. Those are beautiful pieces, and we're all about you know different dynamics. But our true dynamic is this I just want you to have Christian friends I just want you to have, I, mean, I want somebody to have your back. I want you to be able to text somebody and say, I need prayer right now. And there's a group of people who says, amen. Instead of going, I got to go find the pastors at the church. We all are called to minister to one another. That's what the Bible says. As iron sharpens iron, so one brother sharpens another. We are committed to relationship within the body of believers. And each and every one of you using your gift to help others. And so to explain a little bit. How we do small group life, uh, Miss Lisa's about to give you her voice over to let you see it. Roll that video for just a little bit on how we do small group life here at Hill City and how you can connect. We all
2: agree that some things just go well together, like marshmallows and hot chocolate. Well, here at Hill City, we believe that the best combination is us. And here at Hill City, there is no better way to do that than in our small groups. Now, you may be thinking, what is a small group and how do I join? Small groups are made up of three things. The first is Christian friends. These are people from all walks of life. The second part is that they do life together and this can look like many different things. One thing might be going to baseball games together or maybe this is sending uplifting and encouraging texts in a group chat. This might also look like eating some delicious meals together at someone's house. No matter how it's done, doing life together can happen anywhere. The third aspect is that they take spiritual responsibility for each other being part of a small group is life changing now how do i join a small group there are three main ways to join a small group here at hill city the first way is digitally maybe this is by going online to hillcity.us city.us small and finding your best fit or you connect through the live stream experience hi there What a great way to get connected no matter where you live. (laughs) The second way is organically. This is that natural kind of connection that happens when you bond with people. Maybe that is during our Sunday service connect time. This could also look like meeting someone at one of our Hill City events. At a coffee shop. Or maybe you connect with a small group member while you're in the church lobby. And much more. The final way is through leaders. If you are interested in joining, you can always go to a small group team lead. Hello there. They can be found in the small group commons or connect area of the campus lobby. No matter how it occurs for you, it is our heart that you get connected in a small group here at Hill City. Because at the end of the day, we are better together.
0: Yeah, so well said, Lisa. Thank you. If you're connected to a small group or lead a small group, would you just throw your hand up so we can clap for it? Thank you so much. I love you. If you're not, we'd love to connect with you. You saw the ways that you could go about doing that. The other thing that we were really successful at in 2022, and I think the last time I saw the statistics, it was something like 50, 60%, and I'm sorry I don't have that fresh today, but 50, 60% of you serve on one of our serve teams. Now, a serve team is the way we pull off our Sunday Gatherings. Mansfield can tell you that they're always short of some kids' ministers helping them, uh, a, a welcome team person here or there. Each and every one of you that step up and say, I'll be on that serve team, I'll help do that. And as a result of that, we pull off our times together with such goodness and such kindness and such grace. People feel welcome when they walk in the door. They feel like, you know, the person, you know, making them a latte, even if it's not the flavor they like, at least cares about them. That's because of you serving on serve. Teams, if you serve on a serve team, would you throw your hand up for us so we can see? You? Amen. Come on, let's clap, everybody. Thank you for serving on a serve team. The reason why there's not as many hands because they're all in serve teams right now, so so you're not seeing them. Uh, the other piece that was really impact, uh, impactful was our missions impact in 2022. We continued in 2022 like we've always done to send support to the missionaries, and we support missionaries as you saw their names fly up from all over the nations of the world. And uh, one of the missionaries that we support just very powerful um, world compassion and they go into the nations that are hostile to the gospel and they bring forth truth and love and uh, and and see people's lives saved and so the president of that organization uh, Jason Law sent us a little video so I want you to play that down so you can see where your missions money is going hey hill city
4: church pastor adam we want to say thank you from your family here at world compassion for your generosity this year you have changed the lives of thousands of people and nations hostile or restricted to the gospel in ukraine you are helping empower the local church there to provide food transportation and shelter for families displaced by war then over in iran the church is growing like crazy it's estimated that almost We've helped reach over 40,000 people through Bible distribution and one-on-one evangelism. That's over a quarter of a million people so far that we have reached in that nation. In addition, this year, over 600 people have gone through our discipleship study program. Then over in Iraq, over 12,000 people have received care through our mobile medical clinic. In one village, 32 families have surrendered their life to the Lord. 320 ladies have gone through our skills training program, learning cosmetology or sewing, 60 of these women have given their lives to Christ this year as well. Then over in Asia, in the country of China, where the government has implemented a new law prohibiting religious content being shared online. And despite that, we have over 5,300 students currently going through our discipleship, leadership and church planning program in the context of their local churches. And as I film this today, we're gearing up to start an additional thousand students by the end of this year to finish strong. We're doing the exact same type of training in the country of Myanmar. That's 89- percent buddhist with over a thousand students studying right now then over in cuba we're helping several pastors to build out their local church buildings to hold the growing number of people coming to their churches this is all a result of your generosity so thank you your giving is not only making a difference right where you are but in some of the most restricted environments around the world today let's keep changing the world together we love y'all
0: come on yeah yeah that's your tithe base. Uh, your tithe going to reach people all around the world in fact what we love to do here is get you and your family out on a short-term missions trip uh, for the last couple years that was real restricted just with travel and things like that but in 2022 a group of radicals said we'll go and uh, load it up and went to multiple places if you went on a short-term mission trip with us last year would you stand I know marks in the house stand up who else went on a short-term mission that's right miss Dorothy that's right give these guys a hand look 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 who they are beautiful people who went out there and brought the gospel to folks and laid down their week of vacation or so and went and brought the gospel to hurting people. One of the other things that we were very faithful in 2022 was outreach. Everybody say outreach. We love our communities. Don't you agree? Say yes. We love Mansfield. We love Cedar Hill. We love our online communities. We love all the cities around us and we're constantly trying to impact our communities and we did that multiple ways. We did our Easter egg outreach where we had the whole community come out. Uh, The police told us there was about 5,000 people at that outreach and we just loved on folks and invited them to church and uh, provided the the city of Cedar Hill and Mansfield with a giant Easter egg uh, hunt and uh, it Cedar Hill, we were dropping them out of helicopters and things like that, and just going for it. You also, uh, we did block parties at both, all all of our campuses, uh, where we just invited the neighborhood to just come out, man, just a block party, come hang out with us. In our small group life, we do block parties in neighborhoods, small group kind of get together. Sometimes they'll take our MOV, if you've never seen our MOV, that's called our our mobile outreach vehicle, it's a big video game truck, and uh, small groups will have it come out to their neighborhood, and they'll invite all the kids and all the neighbors down and do like a barbecue or something, and let them play in the video game truck, and then they'll just just share their story. You know, hey, my wife and I, you know, uh, maybe I've never met, we've never met you guys. We won't tell you that we were broken. We weren't going to make it, and Jesus came into our life, and he changed us. He'll change you if you ever needed somebody. We have a small group gathering. Sometimes we get together at, at home. Sometimes we go to Starbucks. Sometimes we just we're texting one another. We'd love to connect with you. And we do outreaches like that all throughout the year. I love that some of our small groups even have, have their own missions going. And, uh, you know, I, I love that the sisters got the soul sisters. They're always giving shoes to kids who don't have shoes, and we're always getting behind them, you know, like, go get some more shoes. We got to help the kids. We do that during our Christmas times and our Easter times. We're constantly, constantly reaching out, and we did something really special in 2022 that most of you did not know about, but because of the digital space being such a primary space that people live in, we decided that we needed to do something to minister to them, and uh, it came to us by way of Pastor Stephen Kilgore, who his church is... A, a, a you know spiritual sis, brother sister church of ours and uh, he developed a tool and i want him to tell you a little bit about it and what we did in 2022 so play that from pastor steven
3: hill city family my name is Stephen, and i pastor a local church in the area but i also have a resource for local churches called the prayer tool the prayer tool connects local churches to people online who need prayer and hill city has been using this resource to pray with and minister to people in and around your community I want to celebrate with you and share with you what your online prayer team did this year. They answered over 1,000 prayer requests. That's right. Over 1,000 people received prayer this year, and that is something to praise God about. So thank you for your investment into Hill City and for being a part of helping people online receive real ministry from real people this year.
0: Yeah, so if you didn't. If you didn't catch that, what we did was we literally paid for Facebook ads to just reach people around us and said, if you need prayer, if you're going through something, you're hurting. You don't know us, but we're a local church that love you and are praying for you. And people literally would hit us up in the seconds of this ad going out. And we had teams of people that were just sent, uh, taking those calls, calling them back, praying with them. And you can't imagine the pain that our communities have been going through. People in our community, you can't even fathom it. God has been so good to all of us, and maybe you have friends and relatives that have been through some things with those type of people who are really hurting were calling us, and we were ministering to them. So can we give a hand for all of you guys that help us minister there in that digital space? 2 Corinthians 4 and 16, says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed. Somebody say amen. We're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes. Everybody say fix. Yeah. Say it again. Say fix. So we fix our eyes on what is not, excuse me, On not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And for the next few moments, I want you to fix your eyes with me on what is eternal and what we are going to do in 2023. The vision that we have for you, for your families, for us as a body of believers, for us as individuals, I want you to fix your eyes. You may not be able to see it all in the natural, but in the spirit realm, I want you to fix your eyes with me. And I want you to get on the same page with me. Uh, Not so long ago, I was helping somebody move a piece of furniture. There was about four or five of us, and we were trying to get this very large piece of furniture through a door. And uh, if you've ever done that, you know how demonic that can be and how foolish those other people are because they won't do what you're telling them. And I'm just checking. But you know, when you get to pulling that thing and tugging, and somebody's on this end pulling it this way, or someone's pushing, and your finger's in between it, and they, right, and you've not had that experience, it's because they weren't all on the same page. Wow. They weren't working together one person was trying to pull this way another one was trying to get it this way someone had a better idea than the plan that was in place or no one knew the plan and so as a result, they're just manhandling it through a doorway and causing all kinds of difficulty. I want to set the vision for you for 2023. First off, I want to start off with the personal growth for you. Every person in this room, every person connected to Hill City, every one of our online members, everyone in Mansfield, I want to I speak to you about your personal growth in 2023 and what we believe God's going to do and how he's going to do it. First off, we started This year with a Bible reading plan because I had a clear word from the Lord, my people perish because they don't know my word. My people are being deceived by everything on TikTok and YouTube and every post and everything that this news group is saying and this news group and everyone's undone. They don't know who to believe. All these things are jumping up and all these things are happening and injustice and all these pieces and my people don't know how to act because they don't know my word and I've been hearing that for the last two years and so this year I cried out that you guys would come with me and we'd read the Bible together. I gave you the stats that if you read the Bible and engage with the word of God four times a week... The transformation that's going to happen in your life. That's why I push Vision Sunday always the back of January because I was so passionate about you growing in God, you getting delivered from depression, you being set free from the obstacles that continually have haunted you over the last few years. And I know that I know that I know that he will transform you by the washing of his word, but you and I have to commit to it. So many of you committed with me. We began to read the Bible every day. We did this little Bible program and this little on the Bible app, and we're going to continue that through for the rest of the year. I was hoping that it became a habit for you during January, and now it's just natural to read the Word as a washing. And a little bit by little bit, God is transforming you. This is how you're going to grow in 2023: is by getting in the Word of God with your Jesus, you and Him, on a daily basis. Are you with me? Say yes. So I want to keep that vision going forward throughout the year. Stay with us. If you didn't get on uh, the Bible app with us, you can go and you can download the you version, and then look for Hill City Church and then Texas, and then get on the Bible reading piece with us and keep going with us. And as we continue to grow, God will do great wonders in our life. Also, I want to continue bringing you the Word of God on Sundays. Come on, somebody say amen. Continue to preach the Word like the Bible tells us. And you're going to grow as you're here on Sundays, hearing the Word of God. As you're online with us. When you're in Mansfield, you're going to continue to grow as the Word of God is being brought forth to you. We also offer a grow track. And in 2023, we're going to amp that up. We want you going through our grow track so you can hear what the vision of the house is, so you can know where the money's so you can find out your callings and your gifting so you know how to use them in the body of christ so you can plug in so for your personal growth we're going to continue to offer the grow track small group life is critical for your personal growth and i know for some of you you've had bad experiences in other places or you're not real sure you're not real comfortable opening up your life to other people you're not not really comfortable with people getting in your business and i understand that i was that guy i'm an only child nobody understands that better than i do oh nobody in my business uh, it's my way or the highway. Uh, you know, everything is mine. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. And the Lord had to set me free. And the best thing that ever happened in my Christian world was for me to get around other Christians and have accountability relationships, and be able to work that into my daily life, opposed to some kind of format that I got to go every Friday night. Well, some Friday nights I can't go, so instead of that, we just want to do life together and be a part of a group of people. And so, so we're going to continue pushing that forward. We also are offering in 2023 for you, even at a discounted rate if you want to take some Bible courses. And we partnered with Christ for the Nations, and they've offered some Bible courses to us at a Super discounted rate. They're online courses that you can do. One of my one of, one of, one of our members he does it while he's on uh, on his drive. He drives an 18-wheeler, and while he's doing his drive, he'll go through the course. He said it's been transformative to his life. You can see the information on the screen. You can take out your phone and you can pull out pull up the QR code. You can go there. You can register, and they'll send you information on how to take a couple of these little small courses. They're online. They're they're to, to, uh, you, without a whole lot of you know people sitting around and getting in your business, and you can take some of these courses, because I want you to grow. Everybody say grow. Come on, say it again. Say grow. And so this year as well, we'll continue to offer our encounter retreats, our times on Friday nights where we pray with you. We we break generational curses. We break the spirit of darkness and and, and, and see you in power with the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus promised that we would receive power after which the Holy Spirit's come upon us. We're believing for some of you to have a beautiful prayer language with the Lord as you have faith for that. We are doing those in our encounter times on a Friday night. It's beautiful. It's powerful. We get in here and experience the Lord. So we'll keep seeing that go forward this year we do nights of worship you heard us talk about um, in the announcements today that we call it reset and uh, we'll do one Friday night right here you get off of work you're tired you're exhausted come be in the presence of the Lord where we just worship for an hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes and encounter him heaven opens up and God speaks to us we're gonna keep you in a position to grow by continuing these gathers with uh, gatherings with nights of worship men's meetings and women's meetings you know we do those once or twice a year we get all the fellas together and something we call grit and we act like men who love jesus and we hear words from other men who can encourage us as men the ladies do the same thing and so we're going to keep moving forward we have these moments in our services that you may not even recognize what's happening we call it a ministry time miss jamie and i get up here and we say listen if you need a healing you need a breakthrough and something like that raise your hand but that is very specifically strategically planned because we believe in the supernatural We believe in the miracles of God. We see it throughout Scripture. Jesus walked in the supernatural. He said, greater works than these shall you do. And I want you to grow in your giftings to lay hands on sick people and see them recovered. Mark chapter 16. And these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll heal the sick. They drink any deadly poison. It won't harm them. That's the scripture. And so we want to have a safe place for you to grow and using your ministry to see people healed and praying for people who are going through things as we pray for one another. And so that ministry moment where you say, if you need something, raise your hand. That should be your moment to say, you know what? I I need to start growing a little bit. I'm going to go pray for somebody even though I'm not comfortable. And I cannot tell you, I've had multiple people testify to me. They said, Pastor, I have never prayed for anybody, but you kept making us go over there. Somebody had their hand up next to me and I was the only one I was like ah. so I laid my hands on them, and something happened to them and I was blown away that God would use me this is growth and you're gonna keep growing this year amen say yes <clears throat> the other thing that we have a great vision for you for this year is we want to strengthen your family everybody say amen your kids are under attack your family's under attack there's multiple organizations that have made it clear that their primary goal is to destroy the nuclear family the nuclear family the family that God created that God himself, God, God made us the way he made us. God put us the way he put us in family. God put a husband and a wife to make children and be a family unit. That was God's plan. And everyone who stands against it stands against God. And that's just how it is and so we want to help strengthen you as you come under attack in fact next week we start a brand new series that we're titling uh what is love anyway that's what it's titled and uh for the ne- for a few weeks we're going to teach you and strengthen you in your marriage relationships as single folks how to be prepping for a good marriage relationship we'll continue on in the month of february with that series to actually teach you how to strengthen your families your children and you coming together in fact uh, i just want to give it up for our kids ministry because they are so faithful can you you clap for these guys? So in 2023, we have been very focused on the curriculum that the kids ministry goes through so that your kids can grow. We have a balanced approach to helping you raise your children. Our role... As kids ministers, in our kids ministry, our role is simply to support you as a parent. Not to take that away from you, but to stand beside you and and encourage what you're already teaching your children. And get you in spots. We send home little pieces that you as a family can sit around the table and go back through. We want your children learning the word because you told us that's what you wanted. And times in the past, we've had you come to us and say, hey, I don't want my kids just playing games back there and eating uh, gummy bears. I want them to know God. And so we said, we're with you on that. So we do a little bit of fun stuff, but we do a whole lot. Lot of Jesus stuff, Amen. So they know the God that loves them, and we're constantly, especially with our junior high, fighting through the lies that you know that their genders messed up. That somehow God made a mistake in their creation, and we're doing small group life with your kids so that they can discuss these things and support you. And we're going to amp that up even more this year. In fact, one of the things that we have uh, in the in the works to plan is a family camp. I know some of you are going to be like, I don't ever want to spend a week with my kid um, talking about Jesus, but uh, if you want to get strong, and that's part of our goal is to help minister to your family and help strengthen your family. We're going to do a family camp. You'll be hearing more about that. I was so grateful how our youth ministry, towards the end of 2022, they took an entire two-month period, and we went through a curriculum to talk about sexuality, to talk about purity, to talk about the cultural things that are happening with LGBTQ and what's right and what's wrong and what the Bible says, and we saw great freedom for your children, for your young person, and I'm grateful to have a youth ministry that's not scared to hit hit the The culture things right head on and say, but this is what Jesus says, and I know you're struggling, but we'll struggle through it together and overcome. That's the kind of youth ministry you have, and we're going to continue to push that forward for you and amp that up. I love that we have a young adult ministry. Um, You know, a lot of Uh, Churches with a pastor that is uh, crazy like me don't have young adult ministries because they're like well, you know He's relevant. He preaches like young adults can understand We recognize that our single folks our young adult folks. They need relationships because the greatest temptation is that I'm lonely So I'm gonna go find some other people who are out there doing something they get online next thing You know they're sitting at a bar with somebody who's a pervert and who's drawing them out of the goodness of God into the Wickedness of this world and so I am grateful for a young adult ministry that's constantly having small group life they're meeting at coffee shops, they're having prayer meetings, they're having worship nights at outdoor venues and things like that, and they're just having fun. They're going and doing, you know, I've been pushing them to go do ski trips and go to Hawaii together. I don't care. Just go have fun and be with Jesus. And so we're going to be amping that up even more going forward. And then serving our communities. I know I'm moving fast, but I want to keep it moving for you. Serving our communities. I'm so grateful that we have a church that loves their communities. And we love our community. This last year, some of you may uh, have been a part of it with us. We got a phone call from the city. They said, "Hey, we're doing this. Uh, we're doing this Christmas thing outdoor with games and fun stuff. We just need some help." And we said, "We'll do it. We'll come." And so we 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 were running their games, their inflatables, you know, all their little things out there. We were holding booths down and helping them pick up trash. And, pa- and they allowed us to pass out flyers to invite people to church. And so we're going to keep doing that. I love that Mansfield got out there and they went into the graveyard uh, there in Mansfield. And they cleaned up the graveyard. Um, just serving our communities, loving our communities. We're going to always do a serve day in October. I believe it is September. Excuse me. In September, where we're going to serve, we're going to serve our communities. How many of you guys served with us this last day, last time? I would never forget being with a single mom, a little group that I was with, and we were there. Was the, the city gave us a number of houses that were um, that were being fined because they hadn't cleaned up their yards, and come to find out they were in real some some real tough situations, and they didn't have the ability to clean up their yards, grass up here snakes are all in it and we went out and just cleaned up these houses and painted some houses and and, and and did some outdoor work on their homes and lopped off some tree limbs and things like that and I'll never forget being with one of our single moms and her two boys and a couple other men and their wives and stuff and we're out there cleaning up this property and these kids for the first time learned how to use a weed eater first time Pastor Adam's like, come here, buddy. Let me show you how to do the trine. You turn it like this. Hold it like that. Oh, you can do it. Ah, Okay, you got this. And just being the church, serving together, those boys will never be the same. Growing up with a single mom, but understanding, you know what? The church body loves their community and that we can overcome the difficulty, the poverty, poverty in our area. If we'll just join together, those boys are marked forever. They're marked forever. And then as we serve our communities, you know, again, I wanted you to see um, the outreaches that we'll be doing and advancing the kingdom. As we advance the kingdom, we're going to continue doing mission trips this year. And we'd love for you to connect with us. I know some of you went and met with our missions director, uh, Erica Byler, and, uh, and so I'm hoping to get you out there as much as you can. And then the other big piece that we heard from the Lord, we've been pushing it for a couple years, and um, you know the pastor's scripture says, knock and the door will be open." Seek, and you'll find. Do you know what that passage is in reference to? Jesus' disciples come to him and say, teach us how to pray. He says, okay, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be in the name of done. and they go, okay. He goes, but let me teach you the real principle behind it. He says, suppose that you had, you had a friend text you, hey, we're just down the street. Our car is broke down. We need a place to stay, and we haven't eaten in two days. Can we come by? And you say, yeah, absolutely, of course. And you go to your next-door neighbor, and you say, hey, bro, bro, can I borrow some food? I'm out of food. The grocery stores are closed. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. And the Bible, and Jesus said in his illustration, he goes, and that guy, though the doors are locked, he's in bed, his kids are tucked in the bed, though, though he don't care a flying flip about your need because you persistently keep bugging him with audacious faith. Please, bro. Please, bro he will get up and give you what you need Jesus is telling that illustration in reference to how we pray and how we ask God for miracles and supernatural things and then he uses it because if you seek you will find if you not what many times what we do is we say Lord you know what I need here's my little prayer hope it works out and uh, oh God didn't come through for me let me tell you something you're sitting in this building today because I understand seeking and knocking because I went to every facility in Cedar Hill knocking on the door for a year and a half, 32 different locations, until finally something shifted and I got a phone call from this pastor, and he said, we're making a transition. Do you want our bill? And I was like, you better doggone believe Jesus. Thank you so much. Why? Because knocking and seeking has a lot of effort and energy connected to it. And this is what Jesus taught us to do in reference to engaging with God and expecting miracles and how to do it. You keep knocking. You go over here. I'm going to look at it from this angle. Okay, I'm going to go talk to this person. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to put this out on, uh, and see if anybody responds to me on my Facebook post. Okay, I'm going to over here. That didn't work. I'm going to keep moving until something breaks it loose and so we've been doing that because three four years ago we kept hearing from the lord arlington 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 I kept hearing the Lord I need a campus in Arlington and we were like okay God and we would go over there and there was just nothing nothing that we could do we could, just couldn't break through we've been trying it for a couple years and then this last year because of our legacy partners we were able to bring on some residencies uh, some like interns if you will and as a result they began to help us focus on Arlington and John Costa who is Brazilian and who's a sexy man I tell you I love that dude right there and uh, <laughs> gonna get you married by the end of the year John anyway so and so John has been in our residency, and his primary focus was help us get into Arlington and we've started having breakthrough. We started having our times of worship, our, our reset, we started doing them at a coffee shop in Arlington because we just wanted to saturate the atmosphere with the, with the things of God. We, want, we were leaving for a multiracial, spirit-filled Bible-centered church in Arlington with our DNA that's got multiracial, multigenerational, and we're just do whatever we can for the Lord and can I tell you something? It's happening so we're believing this year that we will open another campus so we'll have our online campus our Mansfield campus our Cedar Hill campus and we'll open some type of campus there in Arlington if you have any desire to connect with that or know what's going on with that you can hit the QR code or you can text the information and you will put you on a database thing letting you know this is what's happening we're having some meetings here we're praying through this over here and we are believing that we will have we will have a stake in the ground in Arlington Cedar Hill is 47,000 people. Mansfield's 70 uh, something thousand people, but Arlington's almost half a million people. And so there's a lot of folks dying and going to hell in Arlington, and we feel the call of God to go and put some stake in the ground and reach the people we're called to reach. Are you with me today? Say yes. So these are the visions of what's going to happen in 2023. And our last big vision piece for each and every one of us at Hill City. You ready? Here we go. Here's the last big piece, and that is that we have fun. I know you didn't get that. I'll try it again that we have fun. We that we have fun. Now let me just help you with this. I know for some of you don't you don't really get that, but that is so scripturally based that that you need to probably have somebody rework your doctrine if you're not shouting right now. Because God loved Israel so much, he demanded that they had seven parties a year. They had seven festivals a year that they were to party. Seven a year because God understands how he made us that we have to rejoice and we have to enjoy. And so this year, I'm expecting to see a lot more smiles out of you. That's my vision for you. We're going to have fun. We're going to have ice cream and stuff every service after service for kids. If we don't have ice cream machine anywhere, we're going to buy them popsicles because kids should get ice cream. Praise the Lord. Just telling you right now. I was a little kid when the ice cream truck would come down the street and all the other kids would run out and their parents had money, and my little single mom didn't have no money. And I would just stand there and watch the little ice cream truck. So I'd be doggone once I became a senior pastor. Every kid gets ice cream some kind of way. I don't care how it has to happen. We're going to make sure. I want kids smiling because God is good and he loves them and he loves to treat them. Are you with me? Say yes. So we're going to keep handing out ice cream, and I know it may not be a part of your dietary plan. You just say, no, give it to me. I'll eat it, buddy. You can't have it, or whatever. But we're going to keep moving forward in that, and we're going to continue to sponsor folks that are in need. And as they're in need, we're going to see things break, and there's going to be joy in the house. We're going to continue to crush worldly culture with the culture of the kingdom. We're going to continue to make friends. You're going to make new friends in 2023 that love Jesus, and you're all going to have fun going bowling together. You're going to have fun fun having cookouts together you're going to have fun believing with watching the cowboys game that that year 2023 might be the year i don't know because it's it's watch yourself proverbs 17 22 a merry heart does good like a medicine but a broken spirit dries the bone some of you are still carrying the pandemic season it's time to get free Somebody still carrying the Trump, no Trump Vax, no Vax, Black Lives Matter Injustice here, there, you still carrying All that, it's time for a merry heart Because it's good medicine, it's time to smile again It's time to have fun again, it's time to believe in Jesus Again, it's time to believe in your brother and sister in Christ Again, no matter what their skin tone Or their political affiliation, it's time To walk in the joy of the Lord Because when you're walking in the joy Of the Lord, all the tricks of the enemy Just kind of roll off, they don't have any impact You say, ah, that's stupid, I have a merry heart That might be tough and it may be hard but I've got joy on the inside of me because I choose joy are you with me today say yes stand quickly hope you caught the vision of where we're going I know this is a little different service you were planning on you know me giving you such a heavy revelation that changed you forever but it's important that you know who you are who you're a part of and where we're going otherwise we're just banging that couch back and forth and crushing fingers in that doorway you're gonna grow this year your family's going to grow this year. You're going to have joy in your life this year. We're going to read the Bible together this year. We're going to continue outreaching and touching people's lives. Your neighbors are going to come to Christ. People who are dying and gonna, going to hell right now will be saved by the end of 2023 because of your influence. You're going to experience the deep things of God. You're going to have encounters with the Lord this year. You're going to prophesy at work to people. And you didn't even know what it was. You just, man, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you this. And you're going to realize afterwards, like, that was a prophecy. I didn't even know that's how it worked. You're going to lay hands on sick people, and they're going to get healed. Not because you're holy, because he's holy. Because you're obedient. And we're going to grow in God. We're going to know his word. And when the whole world is losing their mind, you're going to be stable and safe in the things of the Lord. And he'll never leave you or forsake you. And while they're all trying to figure it out and and you're going through an economic downturn, going through, you know, some type of recession, whatever's coming in the second, third quarter, you will be blessed and favored because you are strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And you will not be shaken because you know His word. And because you have Christian friends that support you. And because you're not alone in this thing, we're doing it together and joy unspeakable full of glory would you agree with me for that for 2023 would you bring uh, your heart into alignment with my heart and what the lord is saying for our church by lifting a hand and would you just say take a moment say lord i received that i received the vision of the house and i'm a part of it would you just say that out loud under your breath whatever you're comfortable lord i receive the vision of the house and Lord God, I want to be a part of it. My family be a part of it. Father, I thank you that you're going to grow every one of our members. They're going to be so strong by the end of 2023. They're going to know more Bible than they've known in the last 10 years. Lord God, they're going to know you better than they've ever known you. They're going to pray for people and they're going to get healed. Lord God, their family's going to be strong. They're not going to lose their children to all the perversion of this old wicked world. Thank you, Lord God. Their children are not going to suffer through being bullied and frustrated. And, and Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that we're uh, all this injustice continues to swerve lord god that there'll be holiness in the house and that lord god there'll be love in the house there'll be support in the house and that none of us lord god will be ostracized lord god none of us lord god will be pushed aside none of us lord god will feel lord god as though we don't fit or belong that this is a safe house this is a safe house to grow, and to mature, and go through conflict, and overcome it, and still love. Father, I thank you that our families will not experience divorce. They'll not experience uh, brokenness, oh God, but they'll experience life this year. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, that everything we put our hand to, you will bless it, for we are yours. We are the sheep of your pasture. Would you put your hand down, and you know, anytime. we.